Welcome to the HR Uprising podcast. This podcast series explores HR hot topics and challenges through conversations with relevant experts and real-life HR learning and OD professionals. The HR Uprising is about learning through collaboration and evidence-based action. We want colleagues to have the confidence and skills to rise up through their organizations by delivering real, lasting business value. Now, introducing your host, chartered psychologist, experienced change agent, entrepreneur, speaker, and coach, Lucinda Carney. Hi there, it's Lucinda Carney from the HR Uprising podcast. And we've got a different episode for you this week. It's actually a combined webinar episode. um, I've designed it actually to support the Festival of Work, the CIPD Festival of Work, which I'm taking part in next week. Clearly, it was supposed to be a face-to-face topic and presentation, which is now virtual. So the topic that I'm looking at is how HR challenges, um, challenges that have evolved over the last 12 months and what the insights that we've got from the patterns of downloads and levels of interest from the HR uprising community has told us about the areas of focus and challenge for people professionals, particularly in the UK at the moment. So uh, I'll get into the detail of it shortly uh, and I hope you'll find it of interest. You might even notice that some of the topics, some of the podcasts that you've really enjoyed are in the top 10 or you may find some that you've missed. So do listen on to hear all about 2020 challenges for people professionals. The HR uprising, who is it aimed at? Well, we always said it's aimed at forward-thinking people professionals. So whether you're HR, OD, um, learning and development, but actually as it's broadened out, it's many of the topics we cover are suitable for people managers as well. But the idea it's about as um, demystifying jargon and sharing knowledge and I try to I do a number of solo episodes but I also um, bring on individuals who uh, who from two master classes so other experts who are normal people not just the usual suspects so that's what we're all about uh, the actual concept of the HR uprising is a bit bigger than the podcast the idea is about us supporting about networking and collaborating with people so that we can rise up and and be valued. And certainly it's never been a more important time to be in HR, has it? And the the role really could be elevated to a great degree as long as we um, are able to, I guess, value ourselves as well. So that's one of the things I feel quite passionately about is that giving ourselves the knowledge and skills to add real value in our business will help us to um, get the respect that's deservedly um, deserved of this profession. And now we launched 12 months ago with six episodes. And so we've done just over 60 episodes now. And uh, it's yeah June 2019 at the Festival of Work. And we went in to number one in the Apple Business Podcast Charts. Um, and we've stayed there for a week, which I was really chuffed about. Ever since then, we haven't missed a Monday. We bring out a weekly episode every week on a Monday. And we've reached 35,000 downloads in 105 countries which is epic, isn't it? And the if you want to know more about that, then you can just go to our website, which is www.hruprising.com and you can see more about the back catalogs of episodes. So what have we learned over the 12 months from our community? One of the main things that I've noticed about people professionals, and this isn't just through our community, it's through other networking communities that I'm part of. Um, I often shout out the HR Ninjas, which is on Facebook community, And I think they're very generous um, in terms of their feedback and very open and honest. 
And what I would say is that people professionals have definitely shown themselves to be resilient and optimistic. We did a spot survey a couple of weeks ago and 57% of those in the survey believed that the workplace was going to change for the better as a result of this crisis. And let's face it, these people have been very, very stressed. People in frontline HR roles um, have had an awful lot of um, challenges and ever-changing information and to deal with over the last few months. I've noticed that people, they're generally really very generous with their thoughts and time. They're happy to share information and open to collaborate, although perhaps a little bit shy sometimes, backwards and coming forwards. And I'd really like to see us do more of that. I noticed that um, my US listeners uh, and generally those on social media in the US tend to be a little bit more open or a bit more gregarious, it seems. Not that um, UK listeners don't want to share. It just seems that they're perhaps a little bit more reserved. So I'd love to see them do more of that because generally people are more than happy to help. There's no doubt that HR is a highly, highly responsive and adaptable industry. The professionals out there have had to pivot and pivot again in response to law changes and supporting people. And and I think that's a a real key strength um, as a profession for people. In terms of the topics, though, it's interesting. I think unsurprisingly, there's been a switch in focus from what I would discuss as more strategic topics to more here and now and immediate topics. And I don't think that's surprising, although I hope that the strategic um, topics will come back and will be of interest again longer term. Really, that's because I'd like to see us being seen as strategic. Often as a profession, we are uh, accused of not being strategic enough. So hopefully those other longer term topics will will have time to start thinking of those again. And I'll explain more what I mean by that in a moment. And I also surmise that I think most HR professionals probably need to spend more time on self-care. They need to think about putting on their own oxygen mask before putting it on for those of others. Uh, when I see it, how people have reacted and um, I've got some evidence in relation to the downloads that I'll share shortly. So in terms of our hot topics, I've noticed an evolution in the hot topics for the HR uprising listeners. Six months ago, the top topics that people would have been looking at, onboarding, honestly, onboarding, you've got loads of people coming to webinars on it. That seemed to be a real pain point for many um, people professionals. We have uh, both a webinar and a podcast, which has five different types of onboarding that we discuss. And that's been an incredibly popular one over time. And we had lots of people attending podcasts on um, a webinar on that during lockdown. Again, to do with recruitment, practical interviewing was a very popular, um, a very, very popular topic, a very, very good episode that actually, if you haven't heard it. Evidence-based performance management. So people were seeking out, wanting to be more evidence-based, talent management, more strategic again. And also there's quite a lot of um, interesting things which are very business-focused topics. So we did one on um, how to write an HR balance scorecard, demystifying organisational development. That was Those have always been quite popular podcasts. And then currently, as in the last two to three months, the switch has been addressing underperformance. And I'll come back to that one. That's currently the top download. And I'm in, I am intrigued by that, I have to say. Unsurprisingly, we did a fantastic, um, a great colleague came on and did a furloughing episode, Tom, did a great job there demystifying furlough. So obviously that's highly topical and current. So that was a very popular episode. 
homeworking, had homework successfully, how to manage homeworkers. Again, very logical that these would be um, popular episodes, also suitable for managers. Communicating change and managing culture. So I can see that actually that's that's what we're grappling with at the moment, isn't it? There's practicalities of furlough, homeworking, delivering change and underperformance. Are we? Is that a big concern for people at the moment? Um, so it seems. I'm interested if any listeners want to shed light on this for me. So those have been the switch, I guess, into what's been most um, interest of interest. The most downloaded episodes have been how to address a culture of underperformance. So that's the one I was mentioning earlier. So I was curious as to why that was the case. Power of effective teams. Now, this one um, was involved with Belbin. And actually, um, I think one of the reasons that this one's been particularly popular, team building is always a really key subject. But also uh, the person that I had on is really a very, uh, she's a very good speaker. Um, and it was a really, really useful and, and interactive um, podcast. So I can see why that was a very popular one. Another one, which is a culture change masterclass a real popular one, which with a lady called Karen Gill. So those were the top three downloaded episodes. Furloughing Hacks and Fact and Fiction, which I've mentioned just now. Clearly, we've all wanted to know more about that. So there's no surprise here in practical interviewing. So a number of those were popular before. Um, and then we see the balanced scorecard, how to be a change superhero. I was quite pleased about that thing as I've just done a book on change, effective homeworking, Vision, mission and values. Now, that was a slight surprise to me on that one, is that being right up there? So showing us having a little bit more, maybe we're during this sort of opportunity to reflect that we might be reviewing our vision, our mission and our values for our businesses. And then again, what really works in performance management. So I'm seeing less about recruitment. OK, the interviewing one was already a popular one and more about performance and about culture and change. And still a few more aspects in terms of our strategic aspects. Of the podcasts that were released in the last three months, this is really quite interesting because the power of effective teams, practical interviewing, how to build an HR balance scorecard, how to be a change superhero and what really works in performance management. Those five topics, they were put out in 2019 and what you find is obviously the longer a podcast has been about, as new listeners come on, they will go back to the back catalogue and listen to some of the earlier episodes. So it's less surprising that those would be in the top five. But how to address culture of underperformance, culture change masterclass, furloughing facts and fiction, effective homeworking and vision, mission and values are all relatively recent. So they've been in um, 2020 podcasts. So this shows that the fact they've made it into the top 10 of all the downloads that a very high number of people have picked those to look at in more detail. So what do you think? Do you see there's an issue about underperformance, culture of underperformance? Is there something about the fact that we're working remotely that um, maybe HR are concerned about people not performing? I've generally seen information out there about people saying that um, there's been no difference in productivity with people working remotely. So I'm curious as to whether there is this sense of a culture of underperformance or is it about helping managers to manage better remotely? I'd love to know why that one has shot up because it's gone up. It was not always number one. So I, is that something that you're challenged by at the moment? Um, I say it's a, there's a useful, there's a useful podcast, hopefully generally anyway, if you're dealing with underperformance. 
Um, but this is clearly as we're trying to move out of uh, the abnormal circumstances, shall we say, it's quite clear that this is something that we need to be able to perform our way out of. So HR professionals are clearly looking deeply into that topic. However, I was disappointed, I think. I said I was surprised. I was quite surprised that these two episodes, which actually are pretty good episodes, haven't made the top 10. And the two I'm picking out are managing stress into productivity and how to prioritise self-care. Now, I've had feedback from people that they are strong episodes, but what this made me think is that are we so busy as people professionals bothering about other people's well-being that we're not finding the time to look after ourselves and say to put on our own our own mask first. So maybe if you're one of those people and you're thinking, I know I do need to sharpen the saw, I need to actually look after myself, then look up those episodes because they are about the, the practical, everything about the HR uprising, we try really, really hard to make it practical and te- um, te- with takeaways. The, the prioritising self-care has got a really nice download. Very often we have resources that you can get from um, the links from the HR uprising uh, webpage and there's uh, a self-care uh, checklist. So there's often resources that um, support these. And, uh, and I'm interested that we haven't, they haven't come higher up because uh, given the fact that, you know, people are stressed and I know that they're stressed because I'm on, I'm on communities with HR professionals saying that they're stressed and exhausted, but they're not necessarily uh, prioritising and investing in their own well-being. So that was my surprise. And if you, if that rings true with you and you are a podcast listener, then I'd recommend those two podcasts. Have a listen to those two episodes. But now, what are we thinking of doing for the future? So future potential topics that we've had suggested from our community. And again, if you think you're going to, um, if, if you there's a topic that you'd like me to cover, I love it when I've got recommendations. It does take a while now for me to develop these uh, podcasts. Because I have to do some decent research into them. But it's really good to know that I'm delivering something that people find of interest. So I think there's going to be something about um, virtual performance management or managing underperformance. And I'd like to get some feedback from people um, off the back of this um, webinar and podcast as to why it is this whole piece of underperformance, why that is so so key at the moment. Other topics that have been suggested by listeners are about how do you develop company values? An interesting one I had to Google this was about boomerang employees. Now that's, I think there's going to be something about how we move back into recruitment and will we bring people back um, in terms of a boomerang employee being somebody who's left the business and then comes back to the business. I want to do one on psychometrics. I've got part way through it, but there's so many out there. I'm, I haven't got far enough through to be able to do it justice. Building trust, I thought, would be a useful topic because of this whole remote working piece. Uh, you know, we've got to have that culture of trust and focus. And then we started, we've had one and it was very popular, actually, uh, episode where we interviewed, where I had a conversation with a CEO about what the CEO wants from HR and I'm keen to do more of those because I think it's really quite insightful for us to hear um, what we do that makes value or gives value. So if you've got a CEO who'd like to come on the podcast, uh, do get in touch with me and um, I'd be very, very happy to have a conversation with them. It's really helpful to think, get their perspective because sometimes uh, they think very differently from HR. And I think the more we understand the mentality of the people that we work with in the C-suite, 
the better value we're able to provide. So those are topics that are going to come up in the future. I've always said I'll only carry on doing the podcast while it's adding value, but it is still building momentum, I'm pleased to say. So I hope that that will continue for the future. In terms of the HR uprising summary, though, I'd like to say do reach out. Let's let's help others rise up together. It's a tough time at the moment. We know that HR has never been more essential in business. We need to invest in our own self-development and that of others to, to keep growing, keep developing and just to recharge. Podcasts, if you haven't come across them, they are actually a really great way of updating knowledge while multitasking. Now, I mean, I'm bound to say that, but I wasn't really into podcasts until I started doing a podcast and now I wouldn't be without them. And I'll use it as part of if I go for my walk, um, you know, exercise and things like that, then obviously you can listen to a podcast at the same time. And uh, and I found it's a great way to update that knowledge while you're doing something. So it's a, a multitasking way of keeping yourself informed. I'd also suggest that if you're not already, I really prompt you to make the most of the communities that are out there on social media. Um, the CIPD communities, less so now on LinkedIn, I think, but it's got some fantastic content on the website. So the new content uh, do join us on the HR Uprising LinkedIn community and I recommend the HR Ninja uh, community on Facebook as well. It's a, a really, really helpful and constructive community. And in, the, in um, the interest of sharing good practice, I thought I'd share five um, UK guys, for those of you in the UK, because there's so many if I could start branching out to this, um, America, um, HR related podcasts that we enjoy. So one is the Good Practice podcast that I'm going to be on shortly. And uh, they're so much fun. I love I love the fact that they just sound like they're having a great time while they're doing uh, this. That podcast has been around for, I think, three years or maybe four years. And uh, and they're still going strong. And uh, it's, it's a great, they would have a great conversation, great bounce around. I recently discovered Squiggly Careers. That was recommended to someone. That's also really doing very, very well. It's very popular. And that's got a, a double act on there. And, and I think that's, it's, I enjoy that. I'm getting into that more and more. Um, employment Law Matters. Uh, that, this is a amazing disguise, a barrister, Daniel Bartlett. 10 minutes of pure facts um, in a palatable way. So if you want to stay up to date on employment law, I would highly recommend that one. The Learning and Development Podcast with David James. We both launched our podcast within a week of each other. So I've got to give a shout out to David. And uh, Disruptive HR, I know that brand's been around a long time. And I remember when I started the podcast that actually, I think they just had a handful of podcasts, but I've noticed that they've done more recently. They've just relaunched um, and they're pretty good going out talking to um, people, professionals and organisations who are actually doing disruptive HR. So it's kind of case studies. Um, so definitely worth a listen. So hopefully that might whet your appetite to get into podcasts and uh, support your own self-development a little bit. And uh, just in terms of that, let me close on the links. If you'd like to listen to the HR Uprising, you can download us on any of those um, different, uh, any of the different uh, forums here and mediums, uh, iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, TuneIn, Google Podcasts, and also you can access us on hruprising.com where all the links are. 
So I hope that was um, of interest, a little bit of interest to you. Uh, do come and visit us at the virtual stand. Please talk to us on the chat because we don't know you're there um, unless you do come and talk to us on the chat. And we'd be happy to talk to you about HR Uprising, the podcast, um, Change, the book. I've got promotions on the, the book. And also, of course, Actors Performance Management Software. If you want to uh, deliver better virtual people management, which is what it's all going to be about, then how better to do that than to have the structure that um, virtual software can do to virtual management can be done through software. So you can provide that structure that you might not have uh, when you're working remotely. Please do feel free to link in with me or get in contact. And uh, thank you very much for listening to this webinar. So that was a bit of a different episode, wasn't it? I think it's really useful at this point, 12 months on, uh, 60 episodes down to reflect on what it is that our listeners are getting from the podcast. Uh, so, you know, if you want us to do different topics, let me know. If you like the solo episodes or the masterclasses or, you know, what format the, do you want to hear more of? Because this is really something that I'm trying to do to bring value to people. So the feedback would be really, really uh, beneficial. So do get in touch with me on LinkedIn or Twitter or any other route. Um, let me know what you'd like us to hear us cover and what topics it is that you think um, are particularly valuable for uh, people like yourself right now. I'd love to hear from you. So that's all for this week. Next week, I've got a very special guest. I'm honoured actually that Jennifer McClure, who is an internationally renowned speaker, took the time to come on the HR Uprising podcast. So I'm really looking forward to sharing that episode with you. And that's who we've got next week. Take care. Thank you for listening to the HR Uprising podcast. You can access more information, including resources or links mentioned in the show at our website, www.hruprising.com. Also, you might want to join our LinkedIn community or tweet to us at HR Uprising. We'd love to hear from you.